0: This is the Money Unleashed podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. Here's the president of the Hoffman Financial Group, Chris Hoffman, and his co-host, Randy Cook. Chris, there was an interesting take this week. Scott Galloway is a professor at New York University's Stern School of Business. And the question was exactly what we started the show out with. The, the world is going one way and the market is going the other way. Seemingly, they have a blind spot to the world. And you've talked about the K-shaped recovery. It's working for some. It's not working for others. So a lot of people are struggling. But then they look at that Wall Street and they go, what's the deal? So here's Mr. Galloway making his observations about that.
1: I would argue that the Dow is one of the most dangerous numbers ever manufactured because it creates this delusion of prosperity and that all is fine. If you were to say, how is the health of the Commonwealth, the health of our populace, the health of the economy, uh, you wouldn't guess that the Dow is at an all time high. So unfortunately, I think this index has gone from something that represents america which it does not and people will portray it as as something that's really just a proxy on the economic well-being of the top 10 percent and spoiler alert they're killing it but it is totally disarticulated from the underlying economy or the health of our nation
0: very interesting the dow is the most dangerous number out there it doesn't represent our economy and
1: we should disconnect ourselves from it. Chris, what's your take on that one? Yeah, well, Mr. Galloway brings up some great points. First of all, the Dow is 30 companies. (laughs) So it's a small subset of the whole investment universe. And this K-shaped recovery, which is basically that the economy is decreasing and struggling, but the markets are reaching all-time highs. So that's a clear disconnect from reality. But people are making money in the market and they are addicted to it. So what's driving the markets right now? And what do we need to look at and analyze moving forward to make sure that we don't get caught in a downdraft and we manage around this properly? Well, so what's driving the market is $3.5 trillion in stimulus and tax relief in 2020. That's a big number. That was pumped into the economy last year. And now there's another 2 trillion approximately that's gonna be proposed in 2021. So that's over $5 trillion that the government is entering into the economy to save a struggling workplace. Small businesses are struggling. Certain sectors are being wiped out. So this is creating a sense, I think, among us that the government will bail us all out. COVID, mortgage-backed securities was an example of it. They never let us go into deep recession or depression anymore. So it's hard to parallel where we are versus 1929, 1930, because we have more tools at our disposal at a Fed level, a government level. We know how to manage through this a lot more effectively. So, you know, how long they can buoy this up or what the potential negative domino is that falls, we'll have to see. But that's okay today. You have to play in the market. So my message to everybody listening isn't, okay, the economy is really struggling and the market is ignoring it. Should we completely back out of the market? Well, where are you going to back out to? Are you going to back into cash? That's a bad idea. Can't make any money off a money market or short-term CDs. Are you going to back into fixed income, which I've said repeatedly on our show, I think the bond bull market run is well over and bonds are a dangerous place to put your money. So you have to keep your money involved in, to some extent, the equities markets. Now it's a matter of measuring the risk in your equities portfolios. So that's a big key.
0: Well, last week we did a story about, you know, where is your confidence in retirement? And it was always that number, you know, 73% of the people who they talked to said, I need a million dollars to feel confident about retirement. And you always say, that's the wrong question. The question is, how do we replace your paycheck in retirement. So do we have more confidence in that income producing and financial plan that we talk all the time and not look at that Dow and say, look at that good number that I've got there. And our confidence should lie in our plan.
1: Yeah, and it should line in the income plan. And that's what we start with, with every client that comes in and says, hey, I'm retiring in five years, or I'm retiring in 10 years as a target, or I'm retired, and I need a fresh look at my portfolio. We talk about income in every conversation we have with our clients and or people that call in that want a fresh look at their portfolio.
0: Well, I like to bring in the yin and the yang. If we say one thing, let's look at the other side of the coin, too. This is a headline from MarketWatch, almost exactly the opposite of what we just said. It says, don't even think about owning stocks unless you're willing to buy and hold for at least 10 years. So one article says, don't have any confidence in that market. This one says, get in there and stay there. So (laughs) what do you say,
1: Chris? I agree. I mean, You shouldn't be trading stocks right now, and I think that's part of the reason that the market's driven to all-time highs is we've got a lot of day traders out there. Leveraged borrowing on portfolios right now is gone up. Trading volume is going up. I think that spells danger for those day traders. If you're going to buy stocks, you don't pick stocks. You invest in stocks, and you invest in stocks for a specific reason, and the reasons include growth in your portfolio, income generation, and it should be in balance with a lot of other asset classes. So right now, you know we're not telling everybody to abandon the market because it's at all time highs because you don't have a crystal ball and you don't know whether we're gonna see another 20, 30% upside or a 20, 30% downside. We look at the metrics every day and we're analyzing it and we're watching it closely, but at the end of the day, you don't have an absolute answer to that question. So why would we be in equities right now? Well, it's a matter of protection rotation. It's a matter of how much of your equities are at risk and what is that risk factor? Is it IPO, high tech, FinTech, which are you know, more volatile than some others, or are they tried and true blue chip dividend producers? So if you can build a portfolio that has 4%, 5 6% dividends, and those are large-cap companies, and sit on that income generation and weather a 10% or 20% downward movement in the market, yeah, you're a long-term player. And that's why he's saying in the article, hold it for 10 years. So if you look at it this year, there's a lot of question as to whether the market's going to retreat or maybe next year. But if you were to ask yourself this question, can I hold a stock for 10 years, and if the answer is yes, there's a high probability that those stocks are going to move higher. Now, if there's a problem with the company or with the sector, yeah, you have to move out of that stock and pick another stock. But being in stocks for the next 10 years, I think it's a solid idea. It's part of your portfolio management. You got to pick good ones in good sectors, and you have to monitor how they're doing earnings per share, market share, mergers, acquisitions. And that's what we're here to do is watch that every day for you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to unleashyourmoney.com and join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed on WSB Radio Atlanta.